This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome, 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 welcome everyone to Bold Women on the Move. Um, we're glad to have everyone joining us. Um, we've kind of have a, a break. Um, if you remember, sometimes in uh, May, uh, we started a series called I Am Rosemary. And uh, we had to take a break to look at uh, something that was going on in Christchurch, New Zealand at that time. And that was the Learning City program for Christchurch. It was an awesome, awesome time and awesome time of engaging with other uh, people living within Christchurch, New Zealand. Well, we're back. We're back to both women on the move. We're back. And we're here to continue our story um, about Rosemary. If you missed the first part of the story, this is a very, very lengthy story. Um, it's more or less like a documentary. So if you missed the first part of the story, please go on to uh, Spotify or the Plains FM um, website to listen. Where we we stop off where Rosemary, you know, um, had also, you know, an high schooler. And she had also, you know, from having um, had, you know, not eating properly, um, not being taken care of. And yet her family refused, you know, to reach out to her and take care of her. So, well, we'll continue with the story of Rosemary. Oh, my Lord. My, my dad gave an instruction that. Anybody that steps out of the house to see they were where you were in the hospital today. I've been informed that you were in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Sick from also as a result of they not giving you food properly. You said it was also medical report shows also. But my dad said, this is my dad's version. My dad said I went for an abortion and that's why oh, I was in the hospital. No. Oh, no. So he said, anybody that goes to the hospital to see me is going to disown the person. So, um, man, I, that's, I that's some experience. I, oh, my God. Additional, it, it just keep piling up on you. You were a teenager at this age. You said you were in year two in your high school. Yeah. You know? no, when, it, when it happened, I was in year three. Yeah, three. What difference? Doesn't make yeah. much difference. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm, I was a year older. <laughs> so, <laughs> God. You were still yes. young. You were still a teenager. And oh. so, um, um, I, when I left the hospital. So it was a group from the school that were looking after you that paid your. Yes, I remember. Yes, the fellowship paid the fees. I remember the, the, some of the sisters from the fellowship, um, they took turns to stay with me at the hospital. One will come in the morning, stay like half day. Another will come, stay till the evening. Another will come, stay at night. They were sleeping on the floor. because. Were these all teenagers like you or were they older? No, no. Um, the the leaders okay the leaders okay, okay okay yeah they were the ones coming but but my classmates were also coming to see me they'll come after yeah. school to check on you yeah. mm. they were bringing fruits for me and stuff yeah so um when i was to be discharged my dad sent a message that i shouldn't come back home oh no so, um the fellowship I used to attend then was affiliated to a church. And one of my da uh, mom's distant uncles used mm. to attend the church. So mm. when he heard about me being Your in hospital. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
the ordeal <laughs> an ordeal came to pick me mm. and and um I was there my mom now came there and mm. my uncle was like you mean your husband said you shouldn't come see your child and you didn't come see your child and she was like, what do you want me to do? She's so stubborn. They told her not to do this and she keeps doing it. She's so stubborn. She's so heady. She just wants to do what she wants to do. Mm. And I remember my uncle was like, even if she had offended you for the fact that she was in hospital, you should have gone yeah, to see her. She's gone to check and confirm if actually she had an abortion. At least the doctors will let you know since you are the mom. Yeah, I had a medical report. I had a medical report. So um, anyway, my uncle went to plead. My uncle went to plead. Uh, after another week, that I was two weeks away, mm. my mom needed me badly back home because there was nobody like really doing what I was doing. So um, I'm sorry, but my mom was putting pressure for me to go back home because she wanted me to help her. Not because, like, she mm. really missed the child being away from home. No. Mm. Mm. So my uncle pleaded, and I went back. The same week I went back, I was back on the streets selling. <laughs> now, um, things became tough because my dad, like, called a mini family meeting and said, it's either I choose between that meeting Oh, he disowns me as a child. Mm. And to me, it was like, if there's anything that has really given me a sense of belonging. Mm. Is that missing? These this people took care of you when you were sick. <laughs> so I told my dad, something mm. like none of my siblings can really do. I mm. looked at my dad in his eyes and said, sorry, I cannot stop. And I remember that day he was cursing and he was saying, you're a witch. How dare you look me in my eyes and disobey me? You're mm. this, you're daughter of the devil and blah, blah. He hit me. It was night. I had to run away from the house because I remember he carried a machete. Oh, I no. ran away. Where was your mom to protect you? My mom was there. My mom was there. The, no, the truth is that my mom, my mom couldn't protect me from my dad. He, she couldn't. So I remember that night I slept with the, you know, the megads, like mm. the, the guys that take care of the streets. Yeah, yeah. I slept there. Mm. I just the sat down there. Mm. Yeah, in the cold. I sat down there. In the morning, about six, one of my siblings threw my uniform to me and I just washed my face and I I wore my uniform outside and I went to school. Yeah, mm -hmm. it got so bad. Like, I had to pay for my third year. You know, the exams, they write in the third year. Mm -hmm. My dad refused to pay. He said he would not waste his money on a useless child. I remember very well what happened. Because, like, the principal said, if you don't pay... The end of the school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She said, she gave us a time frame to pay. Mm, an ultimatum. Mm. Yeah. If you don't make payment after that day, when you come to school, she's going to like make you um, sit under the sun <laughs> from when you come to school to the end of the day. And at the end of the day, she's going to give you 12 lashes. Oh, my good Lord. Look at all our leaders and parents treating us this way. <laughs> so um, I went through that, like, I, I knelt down on, like, gravels for, like, three weeks. For not paying. And you were not the ones that were supposed to pay for your, for your exam. And your parents were supposed I was, to so who should be punished? Point, Isn't that the parents? Why are they punishing you? At a point, we were 10 and every other person paid and I was the only one. 
Oh, yeah. So every day I get beaten 12 strokes of the cane. You won't even have time to prepare for the exam. <laughs> I, I was in the sun. She made me kneel down on the gravel in the sun whole day. And um, mm. and she is her son of, some a form of abuse, even from school, which is not supposed to be, you know. Yeah. Mm. After about three weeks, she gave me a note um, to my dad that uh, she's going to report to like the board of school that my dad is refusing to pay. And when my dad received the letter, he paid within two days. So that's how I was able to do my exams. Mm. So like, um, yeah, I'm just going to rush through. Like, yeah, uh, my 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 high school. Like, mm. um, am I anxious to get to the the part of where you know? I know that all this led up yeah. to your moving, yeah. but it's good we have the background. Yeah. So yeah, let's get on with it. Yeah. Okay. So like, um. My high school, I never had textbooks. All through my high school, I bought only one textbook for literature because there was this woman that she was really on my neck. And that mm. textbook was bought by my classmates. Mm. The other, like I used to borrow books, textbooks, and God really helped me. I wonder, I don't know if to say I was brilliant. Mm. I wasn't a science student. I was an art student mm. in the art class. And okay. I had no textbooks. Even my notebooks were not complete. So I used a notebook for two subjects. Mm. So I start from the beginning with one subject. And from the middle, I start with the other one. I borrow people's textbooks. But I never failed any exams. Wow. And you still have to hawk when he gets home. Yes. Yes. So yeah. um, while everybody was playing during lunch, I had to like do my assignments mm. and like copy notes or read books I had borrowed. So yeah, um, yeah. when I got to my final, like I became the assistant head prefect. Mm. Yeah, and like they wanted somebody with a good result to mm. be up there because if you're going to look by my dressing, I didn't have the best of shoes. Yeah, well, I, I was going to talk about that. You know? I didn't have the best of uniforms, but like they wanted... Um, somebody like intelligent to be there and that's why I was there my dad refused to pay for my finals I remember asking my mom to like I asked my mom for the money she was, she was like you know I don't have much this little I have if I take out of it I can't pay back I, I can't like continue my business and I begged my mom I said can you take money from But I could still see that you were still diligent enough to go to school regularly every day in spite of... It didn't of matter because coming from a useless child. Oh, you were, you were also, um, you know, someone in... You were, you know, you were one of the key officers in the school. I, I'm sure that could have been a form of encouragement to them. It didn't matter. Wow. It didn't matter. Anyway, so... um. Like, uh, I begged my mom, like, please, can you just borrow from, like, your colleagues in the market? And, like, as I sell, um, like, you pay them back. Mm. My mom was like, okay, okay, let's see how it goes. Uh, but that means you have to sell longer, like, usually, if I spend, like, three hours hawking, she's like, you're going to spend more hours. I was, like, ready to do even After five. After school? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and... I remember this, um, yeah, I forgiven, but mm. this doesn't leave my memory. And so um, I remember this particular week, you know, the head girl of a school hawking things 
and mm. your uterus sees you. No, I can only imagine. Humiliation, like mm. the embarrassment. And you don't even have the right uniform, you know. Oh, good Lord. Uh, so I remember, like, I just, mm. I refused to see all those things. I just wanted to pay for my final year and the exams and mm. stuff. You know, during that time, my, my, all my mates, almost all paid mm. for, uh, before with the main exams, they, some of them took GCSE because like, like getting all your results at one go then was really difficult. Mm. So people just like write the GCSE. They had the, they had the opportunity to do, you know, make an yeah. initial attempt before the main exam. Mm -hmm. Yes. And sometimes getting into the uni, you can combine both results to get the into results. uni. Mm -hmm. That's what people do. Mm. So um, so like um I couldn't do I couldn't pay for that. So I was struggling for the main one to be paid for. Assistant head prefect has not paid. Mm. Yeah. So I remember there was this week I, I I really sold a lot and I was really excited. Like finally on Monday, mom, mm. like I'm gonna pay. And mm. I came back from Hawking on Saturday and I'm like, asked my mom, can I have the money now? And she said, I can't give you the money. I'm like, why? She said, <laughs> She defaulted on your contract. <laughs> she said, you your mom. <laughs> she said, Your younger brother is going to write his junior exams. And you know he's a man. Oh, no. So I've given him the money. Oh no. Oh my day. Oh. And you hopped. You practically made that money by yourself. I cried like the world was gonna end. I feel like crying too. Mm. I cried. And guess where I had to go back to? I had to go back to the fellowship. I had to start pleading. I need to pay for my exams, please. And the leaders, they rallied round and they paid for me. And I told myself, if there's anything you're going to do for yourself, you have to pass these exams at one go. Mm. Now, again if you fail? Mm. Now, know this, that for the fact that I had an exam coming in, I mean, I, had to, I, I stopped selling for my mom. So you are still no. working? No, at that point she had uh, like uh, a small shop in the market, so mm. I just sat there. So guess what? I have my jota in one hand. I am sitting with the other hand. Mm. So I rest my jota on something, and I turn my eyes. I look at them, the the words, and I just like keep selling, and you know. I don't but know. You were learning the skills of multitasking. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I don't want to say I was very brilliant. Mm. I don't want to say that. Um, Obviously, you were. <laughs> or you are. You are, like, obviously. Thank you. But, like, there's this thing God gave me, like, I... You know, when you prepare for an exam mm. or when you're studying, you study because you want to know. Mm. Yeah. So, like, even when you write an exam, you still keep that knowledge, like, you know things. But I didn't have luxury of that time. So that was when I discovered something I had. Um, some days before I, an exam, if I pick up books to read, mm. it's like it's like my memory is a camera. Wow. I can remember the wow. words. The I can imagine what you're saying. Mm -hmm. The way they're written, 
Mm. And I go in a rider exam. Mm. I don't fail. I don't mm. fail exams. I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing special about me, but I don't fail exams. There's something special I'm, about you. That's special. I only failed one exam. You like have I a say, picturesque oh brain. That's special. <laughs> and that was the exam to enter the uni, but I'll get to that. But, but like, I go in and write the exam. Mm. And one hour after I write the exam, I forget everything. I don't remember. Mm. It just disappears. <laughs> like everything, like um, before I step into the exam, I don't talk. Mm. I just be looking at you. When you're talking, I don't say anything. It's the picture of what I'm, I've read that I keep seeing. That is in your mind. Mm. I step into the exam hall, I write. Even less than an hour, the picture just disappears. my papers wow congratulations how big a deal I was the that first is mm, how big a deal I was the first in my family mm. yeah when I say my family all my my dad's children like my siblings I was the only one that did that exam once that like was I almost just, about 14 of you you said yes just once like everybody like wrote several times just to get the papers. And guess what? When my results came, I ran to my dad with all the excitement. Oh, I did my, I made my papers at once. And I was like, he said, mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm. That was it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Now, sorry. I, now, you now have a picture of what happened. Now, um, 
I wrote the exam to get into uni and I didn't make it. Even before I wrote the exam, when I told my mom, like I wasn't going to school anymore. We were done with, our, uh, with high school. So um, I told my mom I needed this money to pay for it. And my mom said, she well, called university me university entrance exam now. Yes. You finished the uh, high school qualifying exactly. exam and you needed to do the another one for the university. Yes. Yeah. In most countries in Africa, you have to do two sets of exams. One to wrap up the high school and another one for the university you want to go into. Okay, go on. Yeah. So um, my mom said, she called me by name. She said, can I tell you something? Mm. Like, can I speak to you as my daughter? I said, yes, go on. And she said, you know what? You don't really need an education. I'm like, why? Mm. She said, can't you see that you're doing well with, like, with you staying with me? Uh, yeah, in the local markets selling and I'm like no that's not where I'm supposed to be mm. I want to go higher yeah and she said, mm. that you know it's not like education is bad but at the end of the day you're going to end up in your husband's house so what's the <laughs> use of it and I'm like no mm. no I, I told her. Don't know you were a bold woman, or you are a bold woman. Mm. I told her, no, I've got dreams, and mm. it's not to be here. No. And my mom was like, okay, if you if you say you want to go to, um, you want to get a form of education, why don't you go to like this roadside? Uh, people get like an apprentice for a tailoring shop. I was like, no. That's not what I want. Mm. And she was like, okay. She she was like, going to higher institution was a waste of time. You're just going to like waste all those years and still end up in a man's house. You're going to bear children and like, it's going to be useless. Just spare yourself the stress and everything. I was like, no way. I don't see myself like, being a housewife in a local market, no way. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. Um, okay. So um, I'm just going to go to like um, how I got into um, higher institution. So like. Um, That's a university when, now. Yeah. 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 I didn't make the entrance. Uh, examination so I had to go like instead of a four year I decided to go through a five year route where like I'm going to do like a pre-university course and mm. still going to do like the normal four years okay so um I did the like the internal exam and I got a very high score and I was taken and I remember the day I was to leave for school. It was like a different city. And I asked my mom for some money. And she said, I don't have money. Go ask your dad. Coincidentally, that period, my uncle, one of my uncles that used to like, he lived um in Europe, he sent some money, some foreign currencies, my dad. So my dad had some money. I knew about that. And when she said she didn't have any money, and my dad came out of his room angrily and said, um, which money did you keep with me that you want me to give to her? And my mom was like, but you just got some money. And they got into a very hot argument. And in my presence, my dad beat my mom wow. because she said, "Was that the first time to give me?" Um, no, my dad had hit my mom before then, but like really 
beat somebody that my uh, my mom had like swollen uh, face and stuff. For money for yeah. you to go to school. Okay. Yes, my dad said that he wastes his money on someone that is supposedly useless or something. So um, that didn't stop me. Hmm. The question is, what more, what more do you have to do to convince your dad that you know you were you were you were an awesome young lady? You you had goal, you had dream. What more did you have to do? That, that's just a question. Oh, just go on, yeah. Yes. So, um, the elder sister took me to the park. I didn't really know anywhere because like my life had just been like the fellowship school and the mm. local market. So my, my, my sister took me to the park and she paid for the bus um, fare. Mm. And uh, I left for school with nothing. Um, when you say nothing, you mean brother, nothing. No, no one gave you money. I said the okay. transport fare. Yeah. No. Yeah. I had nothing. Oh my God. Yeah, I might be the like, psychological stress. Dressed. I distress. That is for you, you know. I've never been outside the city where I was born. Um, alone. Like, even with any other person. Like, I never really went anywhere. So um, it was a bold step for me leaving home for the first time to an unknown place just mm. by like direction. There was no mobile phone then. So it's not like, oh, you get lost and you. So I just had the name of the campus and that was it. I was just going. And um, yeah, I got there. Um, I stayed with my brother. But something funny happened. It was um, like we have the federal and the state universities. So it was a state university, which is a bit more expensive than the federal one. Mm. So um, something happened. When I got there, I felt ill. Mm. I had pneumonia. Not again. Mm. I felt ill. I missed classes for like three, four months. Three, four months, you were sick. That's practically a, a semester. See, I remember my brother crying. Half like, of the school year gone. She's gone. But guess what? I went back to school. At the end of the section, I had one of the best results. I don't know how wow. it happened, but wow. I did. Wow. And Kali, I got, had to You've got me. some miracle happening for you. Mm. That's awesome. So I, I was done with the pre-course. I had to start the main uni course itself. And um, something happened then. So remember, I was hiding under my brother's umbrella. Mm. Um, like he, I didn't have to pay for food. He had everything. So I was- <laughs> Was this your sibling? Was this like your, or what do you mean by brother? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, my brother. And he okay. had the money to pay uh, for sister. the fees and everything. Because he... he um, my dad was not his sponsor. So mm. my brother left home. So he was like working for one of my uncles mm. and he was getting some money. And mm. also, he had some friends which were like a bit wealthy. So, like, they give him like things, like food mm. stuff and stuff. So, um, he was better, or just better after off paying him. his mm -hmm. fees. At least he had some, like, he had, yeah, he was better off. Yeah. Mm. Um, my sister, she's also got friends that helped her with clothes and stuff. So she was also okay. I was the only like neutral person. So I had to hide under them. Mm. So when like they both finished at the same time mm. and that means they were going to leave the school. Yeah. Now 
let me speak like an African. I use my tongue to count my teeth, <laughs> if you know what that means. And I'm like, they've left the accommodation for you. Can you pay for it? No. Mm. Can you like feed yourself, pay your fees? No. We've not even come to fees yet. Like everything was no. And I'm like, does that mean you're going to be like kicked out? So I took a decision. I said, instead of me to be kicked out of school, mm. I'm going to change to a federal school. So with the result I got from the pre-university course, mm. I took that and I went to a federal school. Like, I don't know where the boldness came from. I, I traveled to a place like... I just heard the name, you mm. know, when you like, there was no Google then. So like when you ask about federal uni and you try to get one of the names of the like supposedly cheap ones, yes. mm. yeah, with high standard. And I traveled there myself and like I walked to the visa's office and I was like, I want to be in this school. Like, <laughs> well done, good woman. <laughs> but anyways, I I I fought that, and do you know what? My name got on the list. Wow. But I don't know what happened. The last week to resumption, my name was taken off, oh, no. and I didn't know. I went back to where my parents were, told them I had changed to federal uni and that. Unfortunately, when I got back to the school to resume, they were like, oh, sorry, your name had been taken off. Uh, we don't know what happened, but there was this issue of um, tribalism. You have to be from the south. You're not from the south, so we get priority to those from the south. Sorry, can you go back to where you're coming from? I'm like, no, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. And instead of me, like, because I've been signed out of my previous uni, you know, now and hmm. now I've lost the place in the new uni. You know what? Instead of me going back home, which meant they were like, oh, you're young. Just go start afresh. I'm like, no way. Like, I was young, fine. <laughs> but was young, but the like, stress it took I you to get to that stage, yeah. Mm. No, and where, it's which home do you go back to? I, I know, like, that meant the end of it. Yeah. Of my education, like, it's just going to end there. So you know what? Instead of going back home, I went to another federal uni and I went straight to the VC's office. The second Again, time. You're talking about another federal uni. And the second one. Another one. <laughs> and I'll tell you something funny. I like your boldness. Because I understand the terrain <laughs> of what it means to get an admission. <laughs> And you doing all this by yourself? You are bold, woman. Yeah. <laughs> I walked straight to the VC's office hmm. and I walked to the desk of the secretary and I was like, I want to see the VC. And he raised his head, he looked at me. He was like, who are you? I called my name. He said, no, that's not what I meant. As in, Whose child are you? What gave you the audacity, <laughs> the, the boldness to walk VC's <laughs> office to say mm. you want to see the VC? Mm. Like he now said in the local language, you the small thing, like, like you thin, like you nothing. You you want to see my boss? Mm. I said yes, I want to see the VC. And as we were talking, the VC walked out of his office and he was like, young girl. Can I help you? Wow. I said, yes, sir, you can help me. 
please, mm. I need admission. Mm. And he was on his way out. He just told the secretary, all right, I'll turn to her. I am going for a meeting. And the, the, the secretary looked at me, where are your parents? Mm. I'm like, I called the city. He said, your parents should be doing this and not you. Mm. Anyway, um, to cut a long story short, mm. they said, number one, I was late. Admission had been closed. There was one. Mm. Number two, they don't take a pre-university entrance into that school. Mm. So they told me to go back home, write another exam. When I pass, they want me, then I come back to apply. Mm. I said, no, I'm not going back. <laughs> I said, I'm not going back. I told mm. them, I'm not going back. Anyway, to cut a long story short. Mm. When I, when I, Oh, sorry, I, I made a mistake. Yeah, it was when uh, I'd already finished my pre-university mm. and I'd, I'd done one year in that mm. university, state university okay. when my students graduated. Okay. So it was like I'd done two years in the uni. Yeah. Mm. So when I got to this third university, mm. I was supposed to be in my... 200 level level using your pre-degree results right exactly so when uh i got there and it's like go back do you know what i did instead of me going back i went to the department i asked to see the hod the head of the department <laughs> and i told her i want to be in your department mm. she was like oh sorry i can't help you you have to go to the vc's office do you know what I did? When they kept tossing me the visa's office to the what what? You know what I did? I started attending lectures. Are you crazy woman? <laughs> Without an ambition. Yes. And you know, I battled these for my 200, my 300. I'm just going to cut the shots. Do you know when I finally got my breakthrough? When I was accepted into the university. I was accepted into the university at my 400 level. So you were writing exam. I did. And you hadn't been given admission. Let me understand this. I did. Were you, were you paying fees? I did. Into what? I did. What I paid who opened a file for you since you didn't have an admission? I didn't have a file. I paid fees with my name, not with a matriculation number. I didn't I, I, exam all with your name and not with I've a done crazy things. Yeah. This is this is just the beginning of one of the crazy things I have done because more, more is yet to come. But anyway, before I round up this side of the uni. It was when I was trying to like make this um, transfer from one unit to the other mm. that I met the person I got married to. Mm. He was like, um, he was like this popular guy in quotes that like knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody. Mm. to help me get my transcripts and stuff. So that's how I got to know him. So we, we were friends. Mm. So um, anyway, I'm going to like jump out of uni. Mm. So now, you finished uni successfully? I did. You finally put get... your name on the register and yeah. you graduated. Yeah. Yeah. I graduated with a second class. Wow. wow. It mm. was in my final year that my classmates got to know what was happening. I remember one of my classmates crying, like, are you serious? You mean you've been going through this and you come to class, you sit every day and you smile like there's nothing going on? Mm. I remember she, she cried. She was like, no, it's not possible. Like, mm. You mean you were going through this every day? Like, mm. you know, 
my my going to uni, it's another story. I you know I couldn't even pay for an accommodation. I had to squat throughout my stay. Luckily, there were halls of residence, right? Yeah, I had to mm. squat. Like I was not even a squatter; I was a floater. If you uh, know how about that. feeding? I'm talking about where I'm going to lay my head. You're talking about feeding. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> I wasn't a squatter; I was a floater. If you know what is float, so okay, everybody. I, I understand like, the scenario. Yeah. So you've got the room owner. Who yeah, the room owner that, that has <laughs> the got a squatter, and, and then the, any the other person, person that have a bed space, and you just sleep on the floor or maybe on the table, the chair. That's and a floater. floater. So I was a floater. Yeah. Mm. So um, for feeding, so you know, like I paid my fees myself throughout my unit. How were you able I, to? So, um, when I was to go to this new uni, mm. I went back home, told my parents about it. My dad was like, oh, it's your decision. And my mom was like, you can come back and join me in the, the local market. And I was like, no way. So I remember one of those days I went to visit one of the leaders then I used to know, and he gave me some money. Like, mm. I don't have much, just take this. So you know what I did? Mm. Instead of me taking the money to school, I went to one of the big um, local markets. I bought some things. Mm. And I took them to school and started selling. Mm. Enterprising. Mm. And I did sell them and I made good profit. Mm. So you know what? I took that same money, like the money at the profit. I went mm. back. I bought some more. I sold again. So, like, I was, I, I, I could, like, I was able to make money enough for my to pay for my fees, fees. Mm. And, and to feed like, yourself. Mm. Talking mm. about clothes, I never had new, not even one single cloth throughout my uni. No, no. Mm. So when you're like, oh, you're in uni, you're going for an evening stuff, you're going to a friend's party. I never did that. I never had such clothes. Mm. So I never really had the uni life, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's how. You're either selling or, you know, have to study or, you know. Yes, I have to do that. And when um, the uni was not in section, my mom still asked me to help. I still went to sell in the local market despite the fact that I was an undergraduate. Mm. I remember one of these days, I I was in my mom's shop. Then a lady came and said something really rude. Mm. And I was like, I didn't speak in the local dialect. I spoke in English. I was like, you can't be that rude. And she was like, who are you? I said, the daughter of the person you just insulted. She was like, are you not ashamed of yourself? A beautiful girl like you selling at the local market. If I were you, I'm going to look for something better to do in my life. The mm. truth is that I could have gotten a job as an undergraduate, maybe like a secretary or something. But mm. my mom wanted me there. And you were and, there to support her. Yeah, I was there. Now, um, I had some issues in school but like i'm not going to talk about that um i'm just going to jump to when i got done a uni mm. now everybody finished at uni the next thing it's either you want to go higher or you want to get a job mm. my mom still wanted me at the local market after being a graduate why Oh, you know, if you don't help, um, your younger ones are going to well, like. You're the only sibling. Why this body it, on you alone? Uh, your younger ones, um, it's because you don't know me. Mm. If you know me, so when I say you don't know me, mm. um, uh, I can say I am business myself. Wow, I get yeah, that too. Like, I think business 
I do business and, you know, my, I don't know how to explain this. So like, mm. even when I was in like high school, you know, there's sometimes uh, they'd be like, oh, let me use the local language. Let me translate. Like just sometimes they'll be like, oh, there's no good sales. There's no markets today, if you understand what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I step in there, that's which she has not sold from the morning to when I got there. She, she sells it with, within three hours. Wow. Mm. That's some blessing. Mo, you're just in spite of all the, the trials. You know, you just have all this aura of blessings and favor around you. She wants me always there. Like, whenever I'm at my mom's um, shop, she never sells at a loss. No. Mm. No. In short, whenever I step into my mom's shop, the other women... Like they have problem with my mom. They'll tell my mom, "Oh, send her home. She's just coming from school. Why do you want her to sleep there? Because they know what happens when I stay there." Mm. So, um, uh, I I think business, uh, like what every other person will not see. Mm. Like, <laughs> let me tell you one funny joke I told a friend. Yeah. I said. I'm not really good in mathematics, but when when it's becoming so difficult, I just convert it to money and it's easy. <laughs> Once yeah, you think so. in money, then you can sort things out. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, like I can sell, I can sell sand and it sells. Wow. I'm telling- We're going to have to take a pause about the story of Rosemary today. And we'll continue in our next episode. I'm sure you're still wondering, is this real? Well, it's a real life story of a bold woman on the move. Till we come your way again on Bold Woman on the Move, it is bye for now. Bye.